What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Ramblin' Radio number 71. We've got a great, great episode today because we have a guest, somebody that, that I've been wanting to talk to for a while now, and that's Luke Jackson Clark. Goes by Watch Luke on Instagram, and uh, it's it's funny. Like the people that I meet on Instagram, I have a hard time transitioning and actually using their name. Usually, if they just have their their Instagram handle on on their their profile, for some reason that's what I want to call them. We had for another example, we had. We had Amos on as, as as a group chat. His real name is Pedro, but I, I just always call him Amos because that's that's his Instagram handle. I don't know if I'm the only one that does that, but anyways, enough of the the chit chat. Uh, Luke is is an amazing amazing person. Uh, he founded the media agency Move to Create with Sam Newton, and we had Sam Newton on a couple times now. But Luke's just he's his photography is next level. He's got some elite travel photography. And the conversation that we had was just amazing. He just wants to serve, and I'm really excited for you to listen to it. But before we get into the actual episode, I just want to remind you really quick that I have a brand new 10K client checklist available to you. If you want to check it out, it's absolutely free. Go download it. It's in the show notes, or you can go to www.zachkravitzcoach.com slash 10K client checklist. I know that's long, so you can just go into the show notes or go to my Instagram and and click the link in the bio to to download it. It's absolutely free and it's it's a great great resource that I came out with with the help of my friends. So, if you are in a situation right now where you're not really sure where what what your next step is in terms of getting that higher paying client, this is a great resource for you and if you're already getting higher paying clients, Check it out anyways in case you learn something new or maybe you just kind of confirm that what you're doing is is correct. Give it a download and check it out. Click the link in my bio on Instagram or in the show notes. And last thing before we dive in, I'm giving away a brand new pair of Apple AirPods Pro. And all you have to do to enter into that giveaway is leave a five-star written review on iTunes. Take a screenshot of it before you click submit and send it to hello at zachkravitz.com. And not only will you get entered into the Apple AirPods Pro giveaway, you'll also get my productivity journal for free. So we're just going to send that to you right away when you, you when you send in that screenshot. If you don't have Apple iTunes, no big deal. Just send us a review through email at hello at zachkravitz.com or you can subscribe to our new YouTube channel, Ramblin' Radio. That will be in the show notes as well. And if, you've already, if you want to give yourself an even better chance to get the Apple AirPods Pro, leave a five-star written review and subscribe to the YouTube channel and you'll get an even better opportunity to win the Apple AirPods Pro. And that's it, I promise. Enjoy the episode, enjoy our conversation, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace. Boom, we're live. Are we are we live, Luke? We are live. What is up, everyone? <laughs> 
<laughs> What's up? Welcome. Welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks for being here. Luke Jackson Clark. Yeah, well, thank did I get you. that right? Thank you so Luke much for having Jackson me. Jackson Clark. Yeah, you did. That's 100% correct. Yep. You're not writing it is, down. Is it's, Jackson, it's without an E. If, if you were writing it down, it's without an E. <laughs> without an E? Yeah. Which one? Clark. Luke has an Clark E. Clark is Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Okay, I think I wrote it down right. Yeah, we'll we'll get you good in the show notes, not to worry. Is it. Jackson your is is Jackson your middle name? No, so I don't actually or have no. a middle name. The uh, the whole oh. name history is on my dad's side, and I think it's like four or five generations. And so we like my dad's side of the family has had Jackson Clark for a long time. Mm. Okay, yeah. so you just kept it exactly. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't have a Very middle nice. name. If I did, it would be Luke middle name jackson clark yeah yeah gotcha yeah well fancy thanks for having me on the podcast man <laughs> it's so good to be here <laughs> anyways yeah let's get into the content man um dude yeah i'm 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 really excited that you're here i've you know you and i have been talking a little bit back and forth for for a minute now yeah uh since sam newton introduced us exactly um and i've been wanting to get you on the podcast for for a minute and i'm glad we finally made it happen oh, and yeah. and while we were having tech issues because there's always there's always some kind of tech issue going on yeah. dude looking at your instagram like I, i've seen your instagram i knew you're talented but actually just continuing to scroll through these without blowing smoke up your butt i mean these photos are absolutely insanity Mate, you can do it as much Dude. as you like <laughs> <laughs> would you like that <laughs> um, oh mate i really appreciate that it's um it's been a really really long journey and um it's got to the point now where i think i'm starting to starting to vibe with my own content uh i, I mean I, I feel like all creators kind of have a little bit of a hate for their own content in a way but i feel like i'm getting to the point now where i'm accepting what i'm putting out and enjoying the process of you know if i get it wrong i get it wrong if i get it right i i get it right <laughs> right right i think that's so true though about how you look at your own grid and you're like yeah it's it's kind of it's okay right i don't i think there's very few minutes or moments where you actually look at your grid and you're and you're proud of it yeah at least at least the people that i've talked to and then you just saying that i'm like Exactly. Uh, is this is this everybody's problem? Oh, absolutely. I, I I genuinely think it's yeah. As a creator's, or like always, every single second of every day is like, uh, what do I do to make my grid better? And then they look at all the other creators, and everyone else is perfect. But then the creators that they're looking at are also fussing about their feed, looking rubbish as well. So, I think right. it's yeah, yeah, classic. Yeah. I think I think I think if you're not a photographer that that are trying to produce images like you you can look at this and be like oh yeah like i can do this i got this and then when you actually go out and start trying to capture images that look like yours they don't look like that it takes a very long time at least in my opinion to I, get to this kind of level i feel think, or, i feel like actually taking the physical photo isn't that hard i i say that with i mean i i'm not entirely sure if that's correct i mean we could test it maybe but um <laughs> the actual fit the physical photo taking is quite an easy process to learn you just need to i guess learn the technicalities of your camera get your head around that learn framing which i think most people have a basic understanding of framing you know like just from seeing people take photos on their iphones and whatever 
Um, I think mm -hmm. most people know how to like frame something and whether that just be like someone standing right in the middle of the frame and that's, and that's it. That's still a relatively good frame. I do that all the time. Um, I think that the really hard part and the thing that has taken me about eight years now to, to get to a point where I'm happy with is the editing. Now that that's the part, mm. especially, especially like getting the photos to mesh together in a good way. That's just so yeah. difficult. Yeah. How, so, okay. So I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because your photos, they look so 3d and so poppy that you would say that some of these might even be photoshopped. Right. How much time do you spend editing photos and how, how important is the editing process versus trying to get it right in camera? I know a lot of people have different, uh, uh, processes when it comes to taking photography. Some people are like, you should never Photoshop them. And some mm. people are like, well, it's just a different kind of art. Are these, some of these Photoshop, do you add elements or do you take what's already there and just enhance it with colors and, and, and things like that? It's, uh, it's kind of a mix. I, I don't ever really add things to my images. Uh, it's very rare that I add anything. For example, the only thing that I rarely still rarely add is i i switch out a sky if for example you know it's uh, let's say like a city shot mm. and it's really gray sky and it just has a little bit of sky and you kind of want to just jazz that up with some blue sky or whatever very rarely i'll change that usually for example if it's with a, a brand project or something that that kind of area i would do it but other than that i i don't ever add anything i'm not interested in kind of changing what i have created in camera the only thing that i do do in photoshop and i do this with every single edit that i do and i'm quite transparent with this i, I try to kind of let my followers know that i do this all the time because i post before and afters most days um is i remove distractions so for me my process involves mm. you know I, I've explained this actually, this has been a topic that I've had quite a lot of conversations with recently. One of, one of my followers gave me a, a message the other day and in reply to one of the before and afters that I did, and he thought it was too much removal because I, I remove, you know, a, a substantial amount, not loads, but when I say a substantial amount, I mean, for example, the other day I, I took a picture of a tree tunnel and in this tree tunnel, it was a very, very thick, like it, it was a healthy tree tunnel. There were loads and loads of leaves and there were only a couple of holes in these leaves that let light in and they weren't adding anything to the image. They were just taking away from the subject, mm. which was one of my friends in this dress in the middle of a tree tunnel. Well, yeah, yeah well, I, I hope you like right it. Now. But uh, as you can oh, see, there's barely any <laughs> gaps in it. You, you can't actually see any light. But what I did was I went in and removed about four or five gaps of light. And then there were some like dirty things on the road and all this stuff. And uh, I decided to remove it all. And this person gave me a message mm. and, and they were mm. like, I think that you've gone a bit too far with that. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, maybe if, if I have in your your opinion, um, but at the end of the day, my process, I, I wouldn't, mm -hmm. I would, I always call myself a photographer. Um, but hang on a sec, my can you still hear me? Yeah. Sorry, my Siri yeah. just went off. Apologies for that, mate. Um, 
Yeah, no, it just I got hear it. in the way of my audio. Anyway, um, I, w- I always call myself a photographer, but what I was saying to this oh. this guy was that um, I I try to tell stories through the content I produce. So instead of a specific photographer, it's kind of like visual storytelling. Um, and in a similar way to how someone creates, directs, and uh, you know, writes a movie, that they're telling a story and sometimes it's slightly unnatural it's like you know just above and surpassing reality but they do that for a reason to try and make it feel like it's real life and to draw you in as much as possible and the idea for me is that i'm trying to tell a story from the moment that i experience in this amazing landscape or with this incredible person um or or experiences in this amazing culture and i want to try and get that story across as 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 well as i possibly can and i feel the best way to do that is to remove distractions that don't add to the image um that just you know little for the best example of it is like if you're walking down a street and you take a picture of a city shot and there are loads of pieces of gum on the floor that doesn't really add to the image in my opinion unless you're telling the story of a busy city and the after effects of people. Um, And if you're telling that story, then maybe the gum on the floor is a good thing. Um, But in my situation, usually Mm -hmm. removing things helps the story. It draws people's eyes into the subject. um, And that is the minimalist amount of Photoshop that I do, if I do do it. Yeah, that that was a long answer to your question. Sure. What, what, what it, no, it was great. It was amazing. What, what is your opinion on, um, you know, people calling themselves photographers, but adding so many elements to the image that they took where it's almost not an image anymore. It's, it's something different. Do you have a kind of an opinion? Yeah. On um, I, okay. Well, it, it all depends. I think it all depends on what your, what you're telling your audience uh, what you're coming across with, you know, for example, if you say that you're a, a I mean, no one calls himself this, but like a natural travel photographer, <laughs> like you're, you're just taking travel photos and not doing anything right. else. And then you're, you know, adding a boat into a scene, uh, into a beautiful water Maldives shot. And this just boat wasn't there. And it, I, I think that's kind of unfair because you're telling your viewers one thing and then, giving them something that is not what you're telling them. But I think if, you know, I have friends in the industry who yeah, who call themselves like visual effects artists or or artists and they they take photos that they take mm. around the world and mm. add things to them, remove things, you know, it it could be an amazing mountain scene and they put a bridge in and a dragon in and obviously that isn't real and it has a very unrealistic feeling but at the same time it's just as epic i i love what you said about telling the story and if an element doesn't need to be there because it has nothing to do with the story then take it out eliminate it Mm -hmm. and i think with with filmmaking that's really where my experience mostly was um that it was the same thing. You know, you only have something in the frame if it has to do with the story. Exactly. And I always thought for me, it was easier with film versus photo because with photo, you only have one shot to tell your story. Mm. That's it. That's all you got. 
with film you have multiple shots you've got sound you've got coloring same with yeah. photography but there's there's a lot more variables going on and so it was easier for me to tell a story right i know you took your you you shot your first video recently yeah. right that the music video that you did i, I did yeah first video how I've ever done it yeah how how was that do you think it's easier to go because that video if 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 i didn't know that was your first i would not have assumed that was your first video well thank you <laughs> i've man. seen I i've that. seen my first video yeah i've it's, <laughs> i've seen my first video it did not look like that <laughs> it was horrible i okay what do you what i gotta you admit say? i i gotta yeah. admit i so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be real honest here is it's I, well firstly it's not technically my first video because i've done reels on instagram so I, if you count them okay. as videos then i've done them um uh, but i i also it's the first video that I've ever released. So I've only ever done one other video in my lifetime. <laughs> um, at one video actually created by myself. And this story is, you know, it's a relatively good one. I don't know, it's, well, it's subjective at the end of the day, but um, <laughs> the, so I, when I first got into the industry, it was the reason why I got into it is because I went traveling. Um, I decided to go on a six month trip around the world and it started off in the US and I did three weeks in New York or two weeks in New York, um, was blown away by it all. It was all just a bit of like whirlwind in New York, obviously. I mean, I think if you've been there, you kind of understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, and, it's, um, it's madness. Yeah, and then I went to San Francisco and it was a completely different story. I, I fell in love with the place. It was. It felt like this in between between london new york and then kind of like a forest it almost felt like there was a forest inside san francisco anyway so while i was there i was like wow so i should i'm gonna try and pitch a ton of projects to to some brands and do some road trips and all this stuff so we pitched to this uh luxury camper van brand and when i say luxury i mean like whoa nice brands you know you know the um like actors carts with the like silver yeah. those things yep. it was like that and they'd okay. made them look incredible inside and you could obviously drive sure. them as well they weren't just trailers and uh we pitched to these guys and they said brilliant so we want a video and then like what 30 photos or something and we'll give it to you and money on top uh, and it was pretty much i mean i was doing a project with a a glasses brand here in the UK at that point. So I did have a project, but it was pretty much my first like pitched project because the guys, the glasses brand came to me and uh, the, it's, they were like, we need to see, we need to see some of your video content to, to put it across. And I was like, oh my God, I need this project. I've got to make this happen. So I was like, sure thing, no worries. I'll send it over. It's a little bit busy today. So I'll send it over tomorrow night. And I was like, yo, right, I'm going to, I'm going to go out tomorrow morning really early and we're going to create this video from scratch and then finish it off. And I remember going out with this like really ratchet gimbal, <laughs> like complete mess. <laughs> it was like not a really nice like Xeon crane or whatever you, like, the DJI yeah, yeah. Ronins that you have now. It was like, it was like a sure. really bad version of the glide cams that okay <laughs> that are obviously amazing the cheap and film version. standard but the cheat it was literally a 30 quid one that i bought before the trip because i was like maybe i'll do some video and uh i made this video it was absolute rubbish and it i probably took about what 
an hour and a half editing it and sent it over they didn't take the project so i haven't done video since (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh that's amazing that's a great story man that's my video that's so funny so so how long ago how long ago was that before you did the uh the your music video uh that was in 2017 or 2016 so yeah, it's been three or four years ago. Three years. Yeah. Wow. It was it was before I met well, Sam, uh, which was yeah, it must have been almost four years ago now. I guess it might have been yeah. 2016. Mad time flies. Wow. Yeah, I know. I really that's kind of scary, especially right now. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about exactly. it. Exactly. Um. Yeah. But dude, I mean, I, I'll still call that kind of your first video. Um, thanks mate. Which, which i appreciate is, that which is which is amazing i mean it, it it really was amazing especially for your first even if it wasn't your first it was really i i, I loved it i watched it this morning um what, what would you say is is harder is it harder to go from photography to film or film to photography well what's your opinion on that i think there's uh oh uh de- well some people might disagree with me. I think it's easier to go from video to photo and mm. harder to go from photo to video um, because video is just so much harder. There's so much more to do. Um, I, say, I say that. I, 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 I'm trying to respect my craft here. Is I do think photography is really difficult, but I don't think there's as many intricacies as videography that like the amount of time i had to spend just like looking up all these things for example uh, the camera i was shooting on shoots with this uh, setting called dual native iso i don't know if you've heard of that but it's a new term to me because in photography iso is kind of like well at least it was before the lower you as low as you can go basically you know the lower you keep it the better it is right whereas right with this camera it had the dual native iso which what it does is if you're in a low light scene uh it has it has two bases of iso so we're going a little bit technical here guys so i hope you follow along and i i really hope <laughs> i'm ex- good i hope i've explained it right as well if there's any video guys out there i'm explaining absolute rubbish then i i apologize but it starts at 600 iso on on vlog which is a type of like a type of profile on the camera the way it shoots mm-hmm. um and at 600 it's cool that's the the first base and you go up and as you go up to 3800 it gets noisier and at 3800 mm-hmm. it's pretty noisy if you're in low light scenario it looks kind of like how my webcam looks right now but uh <laughs> in uh at 4000 iso which is the second base it suddenly cleans up again um, mm. So from 4,000 upwards till, till like 12,000, 15,000 ISO to let like numbers that high, which is crazy to me. Like I'd, I never really go above 5,000 with my photos and that's rare too. Um, mm. it, it was fine. Like I didn't have any noise at all um, and I was uh, loving it, mate. So yeah, dual yeah. native ISO. I don't know where I went into that, but that's that was interesting which 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 camera was that the lumix s5 oh okay so it was 
I'm basically the, the GH I realized right why now. we were talking about it again is the oh really yeah the the process for me going into video just it there was so much more to learn is I think as as a for, for example amateur photographer where you, you know you're starting the photography process I feel like you can learn things much quicker because all you need to know is know the basics of how the camera works and then it's mainly creative mm-hmm. You, you can be a creatively driven photographer, not a technically driven mm. photographer. But with video, I think mm. you need to be both technically and creatively driven. Obviously, the creative part, mm. I think, is probably most important. But if you don't know the technicalities of how you're shooting it, it well, you can still tell a story, but it, it doesn't come across in the same way, I don't think. You can't get the perfect quality in the same way. That's how I found mm. it anyway. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I just I just think yeah, you need to know the rules, right? Mm. And it's I think it's kind of similar with photography because the, there's there's some similarities there with a the certain kind of rules, you know, where if you want a little bit of motion blur, you got to change mm. the shutter speed to a certain uh point. If you want it to be clean and crisp, it needs to be at a certain point. With video, yeah. I think there's just more rules. And exactly. then you're able to break those rules if you can become, if you can master the rules yeah. and you can break them. That's pretty true. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I, if, you know, for me, I, I'm probably biased because I started with film, but I think if you know how to shoot a video, it's so much easier to transfer to photo because, uh, because there's less rules, I guess, less yeah. rules, less things going on. I honestly on. think, but to get to that elite level, yeah. Well, yeah, sorry, yeah. I mean, the only thing I think you can really take from photography is the framing. The thing that the actual thing that really benefits you in in video or in cinematography or however you want to call it is the framing from photography. Because I feel like that's the only thing that really benefited me in terms of the knowledge that I had. Because um, I was only mm. allowed and lighting, yeah, lighting, I guess, angles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I only had one mm. lens to shoot on. So it wasn't like I could bring in my knowledge of lenses and, you know, decide to shoot mm. with different apertures and focal lengths and play around with really long focal lengths. And because I love that photography with photography, I love playing around with long focal lengths and kind of just getting different perspectives on places that people shoot all the time, but like in a just from sure. like further away, but still getting close up and getting that compression and all that stuff. Mm. Um, and you can get amazing shots of the sun with things in front of it and all that. And I, I would love to have tried that, but obviously I only got to shoot with one lens. So the process, I felt the only thing I could take across from it was like framing and I guess, yeah, lighting, as you mentioned. Yeah. So I think, I, I don't think we covered this. I, I tried asking, um, and then we went somewhere else. <laughs> Probably but, my fault. Um, what, no, it's okay. What? How long do you think it takes to get to your level when it comes to photography? And you said that it was really not so much getting it in camera, but it was the editing that took you longer to understand and get. And that's what kind of took it to that next level when it comes to the stuff that you're doing, the landscape and the travel mm. stuff. How long do you think it would take someone? And I know it's different for everybody. But if they wanted to do yeah. this and they're just getting started, how long of a journey do you think I that think is? it depends on how you're learning. So 
I have always been a really good advocate of just kind of learn things as you go um, and and also go out of your way to learn it yourself. That's how I used to think or, or, or still think, but I now have gone a slightly different route is because of starting video, I decided now that I I have a bit more finance to how I was when I started photography, um, I have a bit more money to throw mm. at something like courses. Um, and I, I never mm. ever took a course. Um, I, I, I never have until now. Um, I, I, you know, I learned photography through YouTube, trial and error, um, and friends. And it, I think it was mostly trial and error. Mm. I just spent years and years messing up and, and then progressively, I guess, kind of getting better. But I think if you, it depends on how you learn. I think if you, if you're wanting to do it with the process of trial and error, then you, I think you need to understand that it's just going to take a little bit longer. If you want to learn from mm. someone who is massively talented in the field, I mean, you know about this, you run, this is your job pretty much is, run, is running courses. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm sure your yeah. students know exactly what it's like. They can pretty much go from zero to hero. Pretty sure that's probably a name of a course out there. Um, <laughs> I like that. I yeah, exactly. steal that if it's not um, <laughs> And a course, I think, I mean, from what my experience has been now, I've, I've got two courses now on, on coloring because um, I, I love color. Mm. I find it fascinating. And I think as a photographer, I know color pretty well. And I understand the dynamics mm. of color and complementary colors and all that stuff. But I just, I struggle mm. with coloring video massively, but I really want to get better at it. So I've got courses on that. Yeah. And it's, it's fascinating because I'm learning from someone who's been in the industry for, what, 15, 20 years. I mean, it doesn't, it obviously doesn't matter how long they've been in it. If they're a pro and really good at their craft, they can teach you way faster than you can learn yourself. And then you can still, like once you've learned from them, you can still go out there and learn trial and error in your own way as well. You've got to take that course knowledge and and like place it elsewhere in, in your own way and kind of take your own spin on it. Um, and I think if you learn, yeah, it just depends on how you learn in answer to your question. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think courses are amazing. Obviously I'm biased because that's my whole entire business, yeah. but, um, it, it really does. It shortcuts the time in half and you're going to be learning from someone that's been doing it for years. Mm. If you don't have anybody close to you, because the next best step is to meet that person in person mm. and watch them over the shoulder on exactly what they do and whatnot. And I, I still think that's really important when it comes to different things in, in photography, you know, you can't, you can't be in person, mm. but if you don't have that, then, you know, a thing like a, a course or whatever is phenomenal, but you still have to put in the work. And that's the thing that people don't understand yeah. about taking a course. They think they're just going to get a result mm. by handing over their credit card, but they have yeah. to go and take that. You, you have to take 10,000 or maybe even a hundred thousand photos before you start liking oh. a photo. At least for me, you know what I mean. It's, it's unbelievable, man. The, I can't even imagine how many images I've taken on a, on, a, on one given trip. I take over ten thousand images, so it's oh my god. Yeah, it's yeah. Also, I'm a bit of a burster. That kind of photographer who takes loads of oh, images, and I, I'm, you're that kind of yeah, person. <laughs> I, I'm not like a film photographer where they take one photo and then they go home. Yeah, it definitely takes me 
you know, a whole SD card. Do you, do you mess around with film? I, I just, I, I, I've been playing around with it here and there. Mm. And then this last trip I went on to Aspen, um, I shot pretty much for the most part, all film mm. and I still haven't gotten them developed, but it's, it's a totally different animal. Oh. It really makes you appreciate a photo. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I haven't. I mean, I have taken film photos. Um, I actually, shout out to my buddy Chase. Uh, you know Chase. I don't know if you met. Have you met Chase? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've met him. Yeah, I met Chase. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of the nicest guys uh, I've ever met. Absolute yeah. legend. Way too nice. Um, but he. Oh, I mean, can you ever be too nice? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Probably not. Nah, but um, sometimes maybe. That he's he's an absolute legend. But he he has allowed me to have goes with his film camera. I haven't ever seen the results, and there's probably a good reason for that. But I I love the idea of it. I really want to get a film camera for myself, but I that's one thing that I've never been very good at is like if I don't understand something, I find it quite hard to like research to learn what is the best. Cause especially with like photography, videography, cameras, like laptops, whatever it is. I think actually with laptops it's probably easier because you have something like Apple, which is just so good. It's just overall like mm-hmm. a brilliant thing. But when you've got like hundreds and thousands of cameras to choose from i just think it's really difficult to go for the right one so that's the thing that's been holding me back yeah i think for me because and it's probably different for you i'm actually curious what your thoughts are for me i don't take photography too seriously it's almost like my creative outlet where i have so many photos that i don't even post on instagram because i've just taken them and i like them for me it's really just one of those creative outlets that I don't really make money with anymore mm. and it's just become this fun thing. So there's not a lot of pressure, you know what I mean? And so when it comes mm. to the film stuff, it's even more of just a fun thing. And so I did a little bit of research oh, yeah. one day, found found a camera and I'm like, this is great, called it a day. And I just didn't put that pressure on myself. But for that's you, someone that really takes it seriously, you know, maybe that's why you're putting a little bit of that pressure. Like you got to get the best. Well, it's interesting. That's actually that way a or, really or good point. Like, oh, mate, this is a great topic. This is a really good topic. <laughs> I'm going into, we're jumping into perfectionism now. Uh, kind of. That's a bit mm. of a weird, weird segue, but it, it is. Is that I've realized, especially through learning video um, and, and with help from like Sam as well, who obviously, I mean, if you don't know him, then what are you doing? But Sam Newton Media. Uh, he, you know, obviously having him by my side and, and other amazing talents, like my buddy Keenan, best friend Keenan, who lives across the road from me and, uh, Mike visuals, all the, all the amazing creators. Um, I, as a photographer, am so much of a perfectionist and, uh, Hmm. like the only, one of the main things that Sam tells me and continues to tell me is you need to drop perfectionism ASAP. Um, and Mm. I think that's with anything in life is be, you know, perfectionism, I think is a good thing in some ways and a, and a bad thing in others. Um, Mm. like if I kept my perfectionist ways with video, I wouldn't have released that video. I didn't like the colors. Mm. I, I, I regraded that video six times. And if you're a videographer, you know how long it takes to grade. It took me so long and I'd never done it before. So it took even longer, Um, but I just didn't like it. And and obviously with a photo, I can restart and it's just a bit easier. But with videos, it was difficult. And and I kept on calling Sam's like, mate, I just can't. Like, I I don't know. 
I don't like this. I don't like this shot. It just mm. doesn't come out right. And he's like, dude, you need to drop that and just release it. Just get it out there. If there's mistakes in it, you learn from them and you won't do it next time. That's mm. it. That That's it. Hands yeah. down. It's, it was it's some of the best advice I've got. And I feel like I've been told it before, but I listened then because I needed to, because that was a paid project. So I yeah. needed to get that video out. I actually had to release it i think if i didn't have to release it it was quite a lucky thing for me in that sense is that if i didn't have to i don't think i would have done um why because i just i i wasn't happy with it in the end but now i am i look back on it and i'm I'm really happy with it but before i released it i i wasn't and i'm i i'm happy that i did now why why weren't you happy about it what specifically is it is it just because you have such a high level of excellence or is it because you had maybe an underlying fear of what other people would think of your brand and, and the tight and the quality of work that you put out? Um, I don't have a massive excellence, but the people around me definitely do. Uh, I, mm. I have, I'm very, very grateful and super lucky to have the most amazingly talented friends um I'm, i've built out an, an awesome uh bunch of connections in this industry um and, and whether it be in the photography and video industry or just in every industry i have a great friend connection in, in that sense and everyone's so talented and i think when i look at that i, ha- I have created a level for myself without even doing video i have so many friends who are so incredible at it how do I, how do I, you know, I have this level for them. You know, if they send me a video, they're so good at it. I'll be like, well, no, sorry, this is not okay. You need to change that. Or how about, you know, have you thought about maybe changing this cut or this cut or, you know, and I think mm-hmm. I had that similar mindset for myself and I, I needed basically just to cut myself down and be like, no, I'm nowhere near these guys. I just need to like pretend like I'm a newbie and, and start again. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of the process because like you said, as you put it out, you get feedback mm. and you get better. This isn't going to be your first video and last video yeah. or, or excuse me, this isn't going to be your last video, not your, not your first video. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I had that, I had that, yeah, I had that per- perfectionist mindset when it came a lot of different things, but more, most recently it came to, to just this, this whole studio that you can see right now. And right. It looks I would, I, I literally, it looks good. I like it. But obviously, I'm not like, oh, I need to change this and there's some other things I need to change and whatever. Um, but it stopped me from putting out content because mm. I told myself, like, the studio has to be perfect before I can release mm. my... I have to have this big unveil. There's Mate, always this uh, pattern. What? <laughs> I have the same thing, bro. you with I me want, on that? I want to start a YouTube channel. And I've been telling people... For years that like literally since i i since i left school and decided to take this on full time i've been wanting to start youtube and i've been going on and on about it and i haven't because i've been like well this isn't right my my lighting isn't right my my room is messy i have a huel package in the background i don't want to do that or i could just move it (laughs) (laughs) Um, but now there's always an excuse and i just need to do it man i need to do it if you're listening to this right now yeah. and I haven't released a video, when is this being released, mate? 
That's a great question. I have no idea, <laughs> but within within a two week period. Okay. Well, I've got to release my first YouTube video then. soon. Yeah. Well, when you're listening to this, yes. What look for Luke something online, and Every, I'll be there. At, go go follow watch luke right now at is at watch luke correct that's my instagram, on instagram? yeah thanks man i appreciate yeah. it <laughs> and go send him a threatening dm that if he doesn't put out this fucking youtube video that you got to do something do it, that yeah. you don't want to do everyone who's listening right now <laughs> throw me a dm i like the yeah the threatening dm that's good i'll make it happen <laughs> yeah there you go there you go. Where I'm going to be on your ass if, if if no one's on your ass, I'll be on your ass. Don't worry. I but it's a it's a real it. thing, and I you know I, I hear it all the time. You know, there's so many creatives out there that uh, don't have an audience. They don't. They have this message within them that they want to get out and they want to start producing, but they have this perfectionism. And and from in my opinion, and and this is this is what I've experienced is it's just it's really the fear of just looking bad. Mm. You know, you 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 have such a high le- I had such a high level of excellence in my head. Um and I felt like, you know, if it doesn't match that, then my career is going to be like I'm going to mm. look bad, you know, people are going to make fun of me, like no one's going to take me seriously, blah yeah. blah blah. And so I would just delay and delay and delay. And then nothing would happen. Yeah, I mean, and no, no content would be put out. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm almost definite that there's a percentage of me that is just like that as well. Uh, and I think everyone is. I think if you if you say that you're not, you're lying to yourself. But I like to think I don't care as th- that much about if it's bad. Okay, this isn't true. I definitely care about my content and it being amazing but but like you know for example i know that that video wasn't perfect on my on my level like i want to be but i i still look at it and i'm and i know there are probably videographers that looked at it and were like well this video wasn't color graded correctly or that shot was terrible or why did he choose that f-stop for that shot you know you know what i mean i know that that's out there um but i'm quite happy i think one of the reasons one of the reasons I'm happy about it not being the best is that I get to look back and in five years time, 10 years time, I don't know, maybe it's sooner or maybe it's later. And I get to go, that was my first video. Look at what's going on right now. You know, like, look at, look at the change, look at the progression. This is so exciting. Um, And I think that's one of the things that I'm so excited about with my photography is I, I have like, if you're interested and have a bit of extra time on your hands, I don't recommend this, but if you want to do it and scroll all the way down my account, I have every single image that I've posted ever still on my account. And you can see the first photo and it's not the one. It's not good. It's pretty basic. (laughs) Um, You know, it's probably the worst color grade. It's probably the worst framing or whatever and not the best subject in the world. But I love that. I love being able to look back and, and be like, yeah, that's where I started and this is where I am today. I think it's amazing. And anyone the the people that are listening to this i i hope you don't delete that old stuff Mm. because it's it's not just it's not just it's not just you it's everyone that follows you as well it gives them hope exactly it shows them the process what what it actually looks like Mm. and if you delete that you're 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 there's a, a huge opportunity uh for your followers to understand your background understand because you can just look at someone's grid and be like god their shit's so perfect and even even now like the stuff that i'm putting out mm-hmm. i think is you know there's high quality images and whatnot 
but there's a million other images that I didn't post on my SD card that are that look like shit, and I'm still taking shitty photos. I think everybody still mm. takes shitty photos as part of the process. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're deleting oh, all the time your journey, yeah, I mean, it's you're missing out on showing people um, what's what's actually possible. Exactly. So, I think that's huge. 100%. Yeah, it's something yeah. really special about being able to look back. Not yeah, as you said, not just for yourself, but also but also for the people that appreciate your content. But I think a, a lot of it's for yourself because and not only just seeing how bad you were in the past, <laughs> but also being able to just look back on your stuff in the past. It's just like really nice, especially like if you're a YouTuber, like you've posted videos for ages, right? Is like you get yeah. to look back and see that period of your life and be like, whoa, that was that was an interesting part of my life. Like when you're when you're yeah. 60, 70 years old and, and you get to look back and be like, yeah. wow, like awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's that's part of the reason why I want to get back into YouTube is because there's this gap in my life now because I've done so much vlogging and mm. just you know, capturing my life and the interactions with my family, friends and, and everything, you know, even if it doesn't get a ton of views or whatever, it's still stuff that I get to look back on mm -hmm. and, you know, don't want to be a downer here, but when family members pass away and mm -hmm. things like, the, like these are, these Absolutely. are special moments, yeah. you know what I mean? 100%. You don't really think about that. Oh, mate, I, we were, yeah. uh, Sam and I were talking the other day and I, you know, if you, we mentioned it before, but if you don't know Sam, Sam creates, uh, Sam is a very funny guy um, and creates hilarious content. A lot of it based around rapping because he's always loved rapping and decided to bring that back. Yes. Uh, but but and he's good at it. Yeah, he is really amazing at it. But not only that, he's also an amazing storyteller and has a very, very like emotional sloppy side. Um, you know his top yeah. his top songs I think on the on the Spotify top whatever you top five or whatever it was were all sad songs and um, he <laughs> he also creates these really beautiful emotional videos that that connect with you um, and I think there's something so sp special about a raw moment a moment with your friends that isn't fake you haven't put on you just have you, you luckily have the camera rolling at that specific moment and there's you know a bunch of your bunch of your buddies just laughing having a good time i don't know you're cooking i'm i'm taking this from one of his videos we cooked uh we had a taco tuesday night in new zealand on a on a trip and uh that taco tuesdays has has come from from chase for me like we we never had that that thing it was never cool taco tuesday was we had tacos here or tacos or however you say it um but like the whole actual day was from chase and we did that while we were in new zealand and we have the this footage of like us dancing to music and filling our tacos to the brim and it's just something so amazing about those special moments and as you said being able to look back on them especially if someone you know unfortunately passes and those special memories you know and not just having a photo of them, but a video and a special that you can remember that exact moment because you can see it and hear it on screen. I think that's that's magic. It's priceless. As cliche as that sounds, it, it really is priceless. Mate, You're talking about the Super 8 video? That, that's that's, that is one, yeah, the one I'm just yeah, talking about. Yeah. Yeah. 
That was a great video. And it did so, and it just popped off, which is so fascinating because, you know, a slower emotional film usually doesn't pop off like that right. in the YouTube algorithm. And so that was like, that was really cool to see. I think, I think, I think it came at a time when everyone needed something like that. I think it came out in like yeah. March, May time around then or maybe it was early oh yeah did it It was around the time that we jumped into the whole lockdown and that was why it started with you can tell that i've watched this a few times it started with something like um i I know it's been a while but i just wanted to tell you that i really appreciate you or something like that and uh Mm. going through all this crazy time i really appreciate you and it and it felt i think felt so real for everyone you know people everyone was going through this really weird stage of life that no one had been through before most people had never been through before i guess um Mm. to the scale and it was just an amazing thing to to watch and connect with i think yeah how how have you how has how has the lockdown impacted you your business life everything uh the uh it's been tough uh, i gotta admit it's been it's been a really interesting one um you know being yeah fully transparent you know obviously you want to make sure that everyone knows reality and it's not just like the perfect instagram life all the time um i you know i post every day from countries around the world i haven't moved from my house what for what feels like a lifetime um which is also a, a lot of people have been in that situation and I haven't had much work at all. Um, and it's ha- made me have to like completely rethink the way I go about my job and my career. Um, and it, I, I'm, I'm in a very lucky and grateful position to, to not have to worry too much because I had savings built up from the, mm-hmm. the years of photography that I'd done. So I was okay in financially um, to a point and it allowed me to sit back and be like okay well what is wrong here what do i not have set up what do i not have in place that i need to have in place if something like this comes again um and so i spent a large proportion of the first half of the year just rethinking everything um i i didn't take on any jobs partly (laughs) partly because I didn't get any jobs, <laughs> but, uh, but, but also because yes. I just wanted a, a second, I, I wanted a second, not only a break from, from just the lifestyle of what we do. And as I'm sure you understand, we mentioned before the call is like, this lifestyle is prone to burnouts. Um, and I, mm. I had one of those about, well, I guess you can't call it a, a one. It's not a singular thing. It's like, it was a period of my life where I went into this burnout and I just felt just different. I I spent my whole life growing up and I was this bundle of energy and complete, I was just on it. And I suddenly went into this feeling of being like, whoa, what is going on? Questioning everything like, and it was a good thing. It's it's been great to get through that. Um, And I think this, I was lucky to have this break um, to reflect to learn more about myself, to work on myself, uh, not only yeah my my business but also myself, um, and then also reflect on how to make my business stronger and make money through different avenues, um, which is something I know yeah. that you're so you're so adamant on. It's very important. Yeah, I mean, 
I, you know, I haven't had personally, I haven't had to pivot during this time because, you know, my business has been, it's in, it's in a perfect position for something like this to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm very, very blessed, but it's still been a time of, of reflection because I was go, go, go similar to you. And, and this kind of really made me slow down and think about what, what's truly makes me happy here and not trying to just chase that next level of success, which is what I was trying to do. I was just chasing, you know, Mm. um, which can also be a trap because the bar never sits at one point. It's always that next level and, and, you know, it can become kind of a depressing place to be. Yeah. What, what kind of things did you realize from kind of stepping back and, and slowing down from, from being in that kind of burnout period? Uh, I'm, there's, there's a lot of things. I think business-wise, it just made me realize uh, that my, my business, uh, most of my business, most of my income was built off travel photography. Um, and when I say travel photography, it was mainly tourism boards and occasionally product brands. When I say occasionally a very, very small amount of product brands, it was mainly tourism boards paying me to travel to their country and share the beauty of it in in my unique way um, and hopefully get people, I guess, to visit that place um, or mm. just create content for them or whatever it was. And and that was an, um, so incredible, but obviously I couldn't travel through this period of time. So um, that definitely woke me up to being like, wow, I need to think of passive income streams. I need to think of a, a, a way to pivot round, not just taking beautiful landscape photography, but possibly making videos, uh, not having to stay mm. to a specific genre and being able to make videos and films about anything that I like, vlog my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that may and when that will happen, but it will happen because obviously people are going to send me those those DMs. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, and, you know, try and do something different and make money in a different way. Um, and, and get my fingers in different pies, I guess. And I, I did have that, you know, I, I, we run move to create Sam and I together. We, we run a, a travel media company, uh, which is, I guess like mm-hmm. a on the move nomadic production house in a way. Um, I right, then obviously right. have my own personal brand, which is watch Luke. Um, and then I also, um, am the director of a, um, very successful photography video collective called shooters um which is Mm. it's called the shooters collective we have one branch here in the uk um and then we have one in la uh, san francisco pnw chicago southwest uh new york we have a portrait shooters account we have a dutch team so in the netherlands um and then we have we have three here in the uk so we've branched and we it's going incredibly well I do have different things going on, um, but the I think the passive income stream is something that's really important. So that's definitely something that I've been thinking about. You know, products, courses, that kind yeah. of that kind. I of mean, you you have a massive, massive personal brand, and if you did want to monetize that, and and because I'm sure you get DMs, and I'm sure you get li- the DMs are just lit up with <laughs> how to do certain things and and wanting to learn from you. Well, they're about even to not be even like more putting out a course, but when this goes live, because well, yeah, yeah, especially after this podcast, because I'm telling <laughs> you guys, send them a threatening DM, please. 
<laughs> make him squeal. I'm and, used to and, it. I, and I always maybe shed a single tear. <laughs> I always get threatening DMs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you're, I think you're you're sitting on something that um, if you wanted to explore that, you could and yeah. and and just absolutely crush it. That's and the make plan. An impact for sure. And, I'm definitely. I, yeah. I'm really. I think also for me, that one of the biggest realizations, and this has only come in the last few weeks. I've been I've been chasing this thing that I've been missing that this like little part of the puzzle that I just haven't quite got, um, and I think all of us understand that learning is important because we kind of have to 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 ever do anything. But I I don't think mm-hmm. I I didn't hit home the importance of not only learning but being more interested than I am interesting. Um, and the second that hit me so clearly, I, I've been loving everything because I've just been learning every second is, you know, I, I've obviously been learning for, you, you learn from most things you learn from conversations, you learn from travel, you learn from watching movies. But when I say learning, I mean, like I've, Mm. you know, as I said before, gone out of my way to purchase courses. Um, I've, I've been watching YouTube videos, long, long YouTube videos about how to, film this learning about camera settings learning about reading loads of reading i've been reading not just about Mm. the industry but you know about self-help books i've been reading fiction books i've been reading true stories like i'm currently reading a book called i think it's shantaram it's about this guy who was a an ex-convict from australia and he is no from new zealand he escaped new zealand um and went to live in bombay uh, he visited, he was mm. going there to, where well, he escaped, obviously. So he was going somewhere to try and escape the being in prison. Um, and he he's also a writer. And I think, I haven't got to this point yet, but I think at the end he possibly goes back to prison um, and he writes this book in prison about his life. Um, and every single day he journaled his whole experience of Bombay and what he did there. And I'm only halfway through right now, mm. but it is so interesting is about the hustle of this guy who is trying to escape the authorities of a certain country and visits this other world um in bombay and meets incredible people who are amazing entrepreneurs in this in this completely different place you know you you think you understand Mm. business and then you visit somewhere like bombay and it's a completely different world and it's just so interesting like there's so much to learn out there um and i think that's one of the biggest things that i that just really hit home this year is is like instead of worrying about what people think of you and how you know how you're going to appear how amazing your impact is or how funny you are all of this stuff is instead of spending all that time worrying about that is just learn learn mm. learn about all these things and then 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 automatically you become more interesting because you you've learned about loads of things <laughs> yes no i man you, you're hitting the nail on the head for me you know I, I one of the biggest questions that i get in my dms and in my you know, coaching programs and whatnot is like, you know, how do you burst through a period of, of not coming up with fresh ideas and things like that? And my answer always Mm. is start learning. And whenever I pick up a book, whenever I watch something, consume a piece of of content, Mm. a new idea pops in my head. And with my film work, it was always music because I would visually see 
images from listening to music. Mm. But when it comes to just like my, my content of telling stories and trying to get a message across to people that follow me, you know, reading different kinds of books, not just about business, because that's what I used to do is I was so like, I wanted to have this successful business and I wanted to do anything and everything to get it. And I would consume business stuff. Mm -hmm. Now I'm just consuming anything and everything like your Bombay story. I mean, just there's so much stuff out there that you can relate back to your own stories and your own personal experiences and, and then kind of twist it and make it your own piece of content and and impact somebody else. I mean, it's, that's really, that's it. Like you want, you want to create a brand, like just start learning and then transform that into your own message and and boom, you got fresh content. People don't even know where you got it from. I I learned it from, from the Bombay underworld. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the thing. Shout out to Bombay. But if you, if you, if you can't travel, for example, right now is, is find a book about travel or a different country or a different culture, learn about, and, and don't go, you know, maybe don't go out of your way to be like, I need to learn right now. Because if you if you go with that mm. intention, it's it's never going to get anywhere. Go with the intention of just being interested, right. constantly interested um, about new things, whether that's in a conversation. Always be the one asking the questions, um, you know. And and if that's just in in normal life, it's like just constantly be yearning for for the next bit of knowledge that you can learn. Um, that's something yeah. that has just hit home this year because I've had the time, you know. I, I think I had like four and a half, five years of full-time photography where I was traveling constantly and I just didn't have a second to like sit back and be like, okay, well, I actually want to read a book this morning. I want to go on a run, read a book, eat some really good food, learn how to cook, like all these things that that I wouldn't be able to do because I'm just constantly on the move. Um, And I think, yeah, there's something so special about it. Obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds... Well, yeah, totally. And it sounds like you're creating that space for yourself as well. You know, we, we, because of, because everything is on the phone now, we're we're so consumed and and caught up with other people and things. And, Mm. and at least for me, I, I was just moving so quickly and I had to create that space for myself because I was getting to a point where I had no ideas. I was burnt out. I didn't feel like creating anything, Mm. but that was because I was just always on the move and I didn't have the space or the time to sit still Mm. and stare at a blank wall. And as soon as I started, stop, you know, answering my DMS all the time, stop looking at what other people are doing. Um, stop even just posting Mm. for a little bit and just literally made time for myself to cook to uh read to do things really slow and in the present moment that's when the idea started to come that's when i started to get excited about business again right i was so business fucking driven that um that's all i was i was thinking about and and i was trying to grow my business but the way that i'm trying to grow my business now is starting to grow other things in my personal life Mm. which will then transfer over to the business stuff because exactly. it keeps me fresh. It keeps me excited about it. Yeah. yeah. I, I know this from all of your stories, like just saliva over food is you love it. Um, I, I, like, it's just, I mean, food is just the best thing. <laughs> a little too much on the food to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, mate, no, I, yeah. I'm all about it, but I, I guarantee you, if you got, if you, people who are listening, if you don't cook, 
I, I know everyone cooks to a certain level, but when I say, when I mean cooking, go out of your way to find a new recipe, to find new food to cook from different cultures, um, from different walks of life. There's something so unique about the feeling of cooking. It's, this sounds really weird, but like when you cook, it's like a meditation because you can't, you can't mm. really think about too much else while you're cooking. You've got to think about the bacon and the, I'm just thinking of a random few things here, but the bacon and the chicken and the, the eggs boiling and the broccoli, that's a really weird meal. But you know, these, everything that is going on right now in this current moment, I can't take my mind off of it because otherwise things will burn or overcook or this or that. Yes. And there's something quite special about that because it, meditation the whole point of that is is getting out of your mind getting out and away from your thoughts and cooking gives that to you um you you mm. are stuck on this one thing it's kind of like running i guess but i guess you can you can think of things while you're running um but i come out of cooking i actually cook this evening so I, i've come straight into this podcast after cooking <laughs> and uh, thinking about food <laughs> exactly yeah um and yeah, there's just something so special about it. You come out of it and feel really fresh. Not only do you feel full, but you feel fresh. Yeah. It's interesting about the cooking, man. Like, I used to be so... I used to love cooking so much. Mm. And as I made this switch over f to starting a business and, and running a, a, a business, you know, in that world, they teach you, you got to automate. You got to automate everything, not just your business, but your life. If there's things that take energy away from you, you got to automate that. Mm. And so I just, I took that a little bit too seriously where I'm like, okay, I'm going to hire a cleaning service. I'm going to uh, order all of my meals. I'm not going to cook. Like I have to spend all of my time just focused on growing the business and automate everything wow. else. And I started losing that, that, that those parts in the day where I can sit still with my thoughts. So I brought the cooking back now I'm making more interesting meals, not just a frozen Trader Joe's chicken burger, yeah. <laughs> which I don't know. You got, do you guys have Trader we Joe's? Don't, but I have, or no? I have seen them and experienced them in my time in the U S. <laughs> oh. They're pretty freaking good, especially for, for frozen. Yeah. Well, well they made some incredible um, frozen food in the U S like every time i'm yes that's, that's one thing that i i experience a lot with sam is whenever i go around sam's is we're sam's in a very similar boat to you i think is like his process is more about what's the fastest way to get the food on my plate and i need to eat and then get away from that as fast as possible and get back to work um and yeah. I, I agree i i have that mindset it's more about like pushing myself to not want to sit down constantly and be working 24 7 um and I, I owe that massively to my my family is like them constantly telling me they're like this isn't healthy you can't sit in the dark for 24 hours a day just in front of a laptop you need to get out there you need to get some sunlight you need to go on a run and let's get some exercise you need to cook you need to learn things you need to read you need to see people mm. um mm. and and that's something that's really hit home and i think if you do it all with the right balance, you can fit it all in. You never, you never don't have enough time. There's a lot of time in the day, really, if you do it correctly. Um, mm. So I think if, like, I spent a lot of my life procrastinating and thinking, thinking that I had no time at all. Oh, I can't cook. I yeah. can't go on a run. I can't 
chill with friends or family. I can't cool. I can't go out. I can't party because I have, I'm constantly working. I wasn't. I was procrastinating, imagining like I was working for these like hours on end. But it maybe what like sixty percent of the time I was working, and the rest of it I was procrastinating. If you cut out the procrastination, you can do so much more. Yeah, you just got to get focused. You gotta, you gotta. You know, Sam talked about this a lot, and I'm sure you have a similar philosophy of of intention mm-hmm. being a really intentional with everything you do. If you think about why am I doing this activity right now before you start the activity. Mm-hmm. I think that alone, that little filtering process is going to change a lot for you. And one of the things that I actually have my members do inside the creator's blueprint oh, I'm getting is I have them take knowledge. an Oh, you're getting some insight right now, <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it relates. I, I, I have them take an audit of their entire day, meaning they download this app that I suggest you could use whatever app you want, but it's a, mm-hmm. but it's a time tracking app. And I have them literally track their entire day from start to finish. If they need to go to the bathroom, if they need to cook a meal, if they need to go drive somewhere, if they start working on something, if they start looking at social media, you have to literally stop what you're doing, go into the app and input that you're starting this activity Mm -hmm. and just the, the breakthroughs that happen from doing this. And for me, you get to physically see how many times you're on Instagram, how many times you want to go reach for that phone, how long certain things take. And it's just a huge eye-opening experience. Oh, mate. That's, what is that app called? Um, I, I think it's literally called the like time tracking app. If you have, if you have, um, I don't know if you have Android or, or iOS, but yeah. with iOS, it's, it's, it's called yeah, time, time tracking app. Yeah. I had I, for a period of time during the, the lockdown, I had a, an app called, um, it was like forest or something. I think it was this like, Oh, Oh, I know that one. Yeah. Yes. This is it right here. Can you, can you see that? Uh, I don't know if you can, it's just called the time. My face oh yeah. A bit. Hours time. Is tracking? it focus? Hours time. Yeah, tracking. Damn. What's, yep. Is that a camera? Have you got a camera webcam? Set? Oh yeah. I've got, I've got you on my GH five right now. Damn. I told you I got this crazy ass setup right now these days, That's man. That's sick. Yeah. I need to We're going nuts. I need to do that myself. Um, yeah, well, I had this. I had this yeah. thing called Forest, and it was basically like you you plant a tree, and you yeah. leave it for like that thing's great. however long. And if you went on your phone and did something else, then it would kill the tree. And it was really good. It definitely yes. made me sit down. I think. I think for me though. I think for me, the best way that I could have gone about it was getting to the point where I didn't need something like that to make me do something mm. is like i'm now i feel like i, I i'm not anywhere near where i want to be but i feel like <laughs> i'm getting closer sure. to the point where i can actually tell myself that i need to do this work right now and not procrastinate i'm, I'm getting much better with the willpower thing uh, people go on and on about it it's like oh it's willpower you've got to you know you've got to just do it it's like it doesn't work like that at least my mind doesn't work like that it's like i procrastinate so easily um yeah. But I'm definitely getting better at it. And it's, it just takes time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, for me, and this is with everybody, I, I think, I think, uh, I think actually Tony Robbins talks about this is the, the biggest motivating thing 
is is pain over pleasure. Pain is always going to be more motivating than pleasure is. Mm. And for me, I got to a point where I was suffering inside my head so hard from doing the procrastination, leaving things to the last yeah. minute, and I got so fed up that I just I did not want to. It actually brought me to tears mm. one night, where I just I just got so fucking fed up that I did that to myself because when you when you do that you're hurting your future self right it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it at at that moment when you're just scrolling mindlessly and things like yeah. that but you're but you are slowly but surely the compounding interest of doing that over time you're hurting your future self really and does. i had just built up over and over again um and i got so fed up that i'm like i i will never do this ever again and that's when i flipped the that's switch the and i still have my moments but it's so much better where if you saw I don't have the app downloaded anymore because I don't I don't need it. I like that mate. So I, I do if if anyone is listening yeah. right now that is struggling with I don't know, social media, you just can't get off of it. There's really I don't know curious to know why they actually added it, considering they want people to be on it as much as possible. But uh, Instagram have this feature where you can mute people. I think maybe it's because you don't want to see them or something. I don't, I don't know what it is. But I use it for a very different thing. I I, well, it's not different at all. I actually, I just mute everyone. I don't have anyone. I, I think I got it from Sam, to be honest. Like he just told me to mute everyone. Yeah. Um, and I, I That's great. muted everyone's stories. <laughs> I love the feature. I, yeah. I muted, I didn't mute uh, posts because I know that that benefited my engagement if I was also engaging with other people. That's really important. Uh, but mm. I made sure that I only mm. did that specific times of day or I was being very like, uh, you know, uh, I was doing it only at the specific times, basically. Uh, but any stories completely muted. I don't have any stories on apart from a few people. I think I might have you on. I know I reply to your stories all the time. Oh, <laughs> well, that that I'm I'm special. Thank you for uh, making me feel special. Wait, it's all right. It's a pleasure. Anytime, <laughs> dude. It's a it's a great it's a great fucking feature. Um, I I mute. I, I'm like you. I mute everybody. Anybody that is slowing me down. Mm-hmm they're muted not because i don't love them i I got massive love for everyone that i follow Mm. even if they don't follow me um i'm inspired by them in some way if they don't follow me or whatever um but yeah if you're slowing me down i'm starting to consume your content too much you're gone Mm. muted muted done yeah yeah um but then i'll go and physically find those people Mm. and i'll engage with their shit exactly because i want to show my support which i think is a a better Um, way of doing it like if it's being shoved in your face and that's the only reason you're commenting then it's not you know it's not as genuine whereas if you're actually physically going out of your way to to search for their content then i think it's really special i have the same thing absolutely yeah I think I think you and uh, and Sam, you guys blow me away with, uh, and 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 Chase. You know your whole group. Like I I get inspired by you guys because of how giving you are and supportive you are to other people, and um, I try to do that as best I can. Sometimes because I meet people and I'm just busy, I don't. Mm-hmm. And then I see you guys supporting, and I'm like, who who haven't I supported in a while? And I go and I find them, and and. Um, you know, I give them love oh, or, right. you know, um, yeah. sometimes I, uh, I'll send like little coffee money. I do that occasionally. I, saw that. I'll, I really I'll find like people's that. Venmo and I, yeah, I, I forgot that. who I got that from. I might've gotten that from my friend Bobby. Um, 
I don't know who I got yeah, that from. Brilliant. Someone sent it to me. I'm like, man, that's a fucking great idea. This made my day. Mm. And then I just sent it to other people. Yeah, I think that's brilliant. Um, so I, I like to do those things. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Especially now, man. Especially now. We need it. Everyone is like, even if financially or not financially, we're all in the same kind of shitty situation semi yeah. more more so than others yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. but i feel like we're all going through the same shit we're all feeling the same stuff and i think a lot of people even if they sub or even if they consciously feel like it's not hurting them like for me i thought i was one of those people where this whole situation consciously i'm like this doesn't affect oh, me yeah. i'm introverted <laughs> yeah. you know i'm i'm fine being by myself the same thing, <laughs> this yeah. is great you know <laughs> But it, it really is. And, and even just us talking right now, I haven't interviewed someone in, in a couple or a few weeks. And I can't tell. Like, this conversation is just fucking lighting me up, though. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, we need interaction. Exactly. It's, it's almost nine. I'm never, I'm never sleeping tonight. It's not happening. <laughs> I'm, I'm buzzed. <laughs> now, but going back to your point yeah. on, on kind of like sharing the love is, um, yeah, maybe you and Sam spoke about this in the podcast that you guys had. Um, it was a while back listening to that one. That was... That was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. um, but mm. honestly, at the end of the day, we've, we've been blessed with a platform to share content on. And I think if you're just sharing your own, like, I mean, it, the, any way you do it is, is completely fine. It's up to you. That's the way you do your thing. But I think if you can share other people and, and, and get other people's content out there, just do it. Like at the end of the day, that, that's not taking away from you at all. That's just, that's building other people up and, and in the future, it doesn't have to happen and that's not what you should expect, but hopefully other people will also build you up and, and it goes both ways. And there's something so special about, mm. yeah, there's something so special about sharing the love. It just feels good. And I think I also yeah. feel like it, as, as you said, especially with like the coffee thing is like, it's, it's not actually about the money. It's about that. Oh, okay. They're kind of thinking about me in in that moment. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yep, it's the th it's that moment where you that person popped in your head, mm -hmm. and that's what it's all about. Yeah, I love that. It's not. It isn't about the money at all. It's just the thought. And um, I think I think we need more of that. Exactly. These days, and it, especially right now. And if you know, if if you're listening and you're like, well, I. I don't even have the money to buy my own coffee. It's, you don't have to do that. Even like a message to a mate just saying, hey, how you doing? How, how's things? How's life? Not, you know, I, I am, you know, there's, there's two ways of looking at this. I'm really lucky to have a lot of, and most of my friends in this industry. You know, I don't have to go outside of the industry too much to find the friends that are very close to me. But mm. um, it's also a problem in the sense that all of my friends are in it. So therefore, if I'm on a project, sometimes all the messages that I'm sending them are just work-related. Um, but mm. go out of your way to message someone and just genuinely, like, how you doing? How's things, you know, what what's going on right now in your life? Like, how how's family? How's, how's, how are your friends? How are you mentally? Um, there's something really special about getting a message like that because you don't get it often. And if you're listening right yeah. now, and you haven't sent a message to your friend just saying hi and how are you do it i guarantee you they'll be happy if, even if they don't if, if they don't show it <laughs> but only only send luke a threatening message yeah. not a nice one 
Wait, I'm never ever gonna have nice DMs anymore. It's just gonna be consistent, no. like pain every day. I'll, I'll yes. get out of bed. People's like, oh, you, you must love your job. Nope. Thanks to Zach, I hate it. I get out of bed every morning and I don't want to look at my phone. <laughs> this podcast literally ruined my life. Exactly. <laughs> usually everyone's coming off of it like wow this like changed my day made my week made my year i'm like i can't live anymore this is like the worst yeah (laughs) i should make that the new theme don't don't send nice messages to any of the guests only hate hate hate, extremely hateful ones oh man that's good oh how are you how are you doing on time you good mate i can it's been a great conversation thus far i can talk forever however however long you want no, I, I, this is, this has been amazing. I, I kind of, you, you always have like an idea. Sometimes you don't, I don't like to place expectations on things, but I had an idea that this would, this conversation would kind of go in this way. You can just, there's just, I don't know, maybe it's just me inside my head, but there's kind of like an energy thing that you feel yeah. or maybe don't feel, you know what I mean? Oh mate, I, I came this into it. I, I didn't think it was going to be that good to be honest, mate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> great! Oh, I'm messing with thanks. you. I'm messing with you. Uh, thanks for that, no, it's man. It's been brilliant. There was I, something I, I was going to ask you. Okay, go on. What? Well, I was going to ask you a question, but that's oh, yeah. I, I said this at the beginning. I don't know if you can the podcast was live at this point, but I was telling Zach about how I just love asking questions on podcasts, and that's not the point, but I enjoy it. Um, but like, yeah. What What made you get? Because I I love conversations. I I think it's brilliant i think when you when you fully connect with someone and just just like vibe on any topic it's brilliant um yeah Yeah. and i've always loved the idea of doing a podcast but i guess never got around to it just because of time and all this stuff and what what made you kind of push Mm -hmm. yourself to actually make that change like why why did you want to get into podcasts i don't know if you've done this before you've probably spoken about it a ton so i apologize for the listeners (laughs) no i actually haven't spoken too much a little bit here and there Mm Um, but full, full transparency, the, the real reason in the beginning was I was, I was still doing YouTube consistently at the time. Mm. And I felt with the content that I was producing, I felt like I couldn't get my full message across. There had to be a certain time limit. I had Mm. to cut it up in a certain way to keep the engagement. I, I, I would feel myself during my takes of when I was talking in the camera, that I was talking so damn long mm. and I had to cut a bunch of stuff. It had to fit in the story. I, I felt like I was placing myself in a box mm. with, with the message that I wanted to provide. And so I wanted a platform where I could just go off and there was no time limit. And, and, you know, from seeing guys like Joe Rogan who posts mm. three to four hour long podcasts, even sometimes Dude, I, love I knew it. that, wow. Yeah, I mean, if someone could listen to you for like three hours, I mean, wow, that's that's a powerful thing. And I wasn't thinking about that at that point, but it, it ended up helping my business in the future, which I can get into. But but in the but in the beginning, it was me. I just wanted to talk and get my message out, and then over time it slowly started to transform into something else. People started giving me feedback like, hey, this is helping me so much. And then I'm like, okay, maybe I should start taking this a little bit more seriously. Maybe I should start providing more value. Um, Then I started, you know, promoting my own products and things and that helped. And then I started getting guests on and I wanted to have conversations with people. And then it just became another platform where I just wanted to help people. Brilliant. So 
that's kind of what happened. Yeah. That's awesome, man. No, that's I, pretty I think, much it. I think it's brilliant. I, you know, touching on the, the Joe Rogan subject, I just, I think that's such a, that space on YouTube, that, that little cran, mm. like nook and cranny that he's got there is just so amazing. Yeah. I, I spend so much time on those podcasts and like the, I, I think, I, this, I mean, he has worked his butt off to get there, but he has the most incredible life speaking to the most amazing people man like some of those conversations yeah. out of this world even the conversations that are really like heated are brilliant it's i love it mate so i i mean yeah. props to you and i hope it goes i continues to smash it into the future well it's something that i'm it's like every year I'm reminded of how important this is. And, 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 and people listening right now, like, I don't think you realize, even if you have such a small audience, I don't think you realize the impact that you're making on some other person. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you're not getting the likes and the engagement that maybe other people are, are, are getting and whatnot, you know, the impact that you have is, is just incredible. And every year I'm reminded of the impact that I have. Sometimes I lose sight of it and I get in this weird kind of headspace Mm -hmm. and I'm like, fuck it all. I'm just going to throw in the towel. And then at that perfect moment, I'm reminded of, no, I can't because, um, it's too important right now. Mm -hmm. This people are depending on certain information and certain content for me. And I can't take that away from them. And, um, I totally forgot. Where was I going with that? I, I just lost it. What, what, what were we talking about before? Well, we were talking that? about like how, how special the the platform of, of podcasting is for you. And, oh, that's and right. That's right. And, yeah. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, so every year I'm reminded of that and, and it motivates me to take it to that next level. Yeah. And so, you know, for 2021, that's kind of my vision as of right now is really taking this podcast to the next level and as of right now it's not but i think you might be the second episode that goes on the rambling radio youtube channel so now it's we're going all visual um getting more gas doing more solo oh god (laughs) no dude don't stop it i know what you're gonna say you stop it right now it doesn't have to be perfect bro Uh, that's true (laughs) all right fair enough this maybe this is a good thing because all right in a couple of years yes. or however long it is, maybe it's a year, maybe two years, three years, when you're like just like up there, you know, Rogan is like looking up at you. We can, <laughs> we can do it again. And I'll, you know, I'll just come round and we can have like good cameras and all that stuff. Like the qualities, yeah, whatever. Done. We can look back Done. on this one and be like, yo, what? Luke, what were you thinking with that background? And no, 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 no. This has been, this has been such an amazing episode. I don't think you quite understand, but when you come in in person, I've got the whole setup behind me Mate, right so now. Good. And so we'll, we'll get it squared away and uh, I love we'll, it. we'll do it right. But this is beautiful, man. This is you, the blue tinted you this is who you are and you need to be that person. <laughs> this is my life. Yeah, that's yeah. your this is the blue man group stage. This is <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with oh, it. I love it. Dude, this has been amazing. A uh, couple que- a couple remaining questions that I have for you. Cool. Um num- number 1. If you had to describe your perfect day, what would that look like for you from from sun up to sundown? What would a perfect day in your world look like? Oh, 
Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think it would involve a, a, an amazing meal. I'm, I'm not going to do this in order. Does it have to do an order? Do I have to do it in order? No, no, no. Okay, cool. Well, what, however, this is your day. Whatever you, however you want to talk about. So it. it would require me, like, the, obviously, the dream would be I'd wake up at like six a.m. feeling absolutely buzzed, like I'd be really awake. But that's never the case. You kind of got to yeah. get out of bed and be like, oh, for a second, and then then get around. Sure. Um, sure. You know, as much as you may love your job, you you, you still struggle getting out of bed in the morning. Maybe I don't know. Maybe not for some people, but. It would be waking up really early and feeling amazing. Probably um, doing some kind of enjoyable exercise. And when I say enjoyable exercise, I mean probably going for like, I'd probably wake up in like Whistler and go and mm. wake up on like a, I don't know if they have these because I've never been to Whistler, but I've watched thousands of videos of it. But like a chalet at the top of the mountain, like walking out my door, opening the garage, taking out a, the fattest mountain bike with the like most incredible setup riding like all the way down the mountain with jumps and everything like oh the most incredible wake up routine um then on my way down i'd like link up with friends on the way and we'd go to like a cafe at the end eat some really solid food um, have a good drink like a coffee or a tea or whatever like or a juice and god i'm going into detail right now um no this is beautiful have just an amazing conversation an amazing chat really good time um and then yeah spend time with family and friends um and I, i'm trying to think of of something else that would be that would make that day better but just family friends a good mountain bike ride what type of work any about any quality work that we get done any work okay sorry oh god we obviously i'm on a on a podcast with zach i've got to talk about talk about work no you don't no you don't you don't but it is important that's part of your it is important. Part, everybody has to work what? we have to have something at least a little bit in the day that we're working on yeah. and passionate about 100 mate I, I tell you what i'd i'd spend a bit of time um on I spend a bit of time looking into these courses, not just the courses, but learning. I'd spend a lot of time learning. Yeah. I, I, I make sure every single day to learn something, whether that's from a YouTube video. Today, for, for example, I spent the morning watching uh, the breakdown of Interstellar's editing process from this like German... I saw your story on that. Dude, if you I haven't watch watched that, that video... Because it's, I love that movie. It's amazing. It's so interesting. He like cuts scenes from different points in the movie and when i say different points i mean like from the beginning middle and end like completely different points it's like a two and a half hour movie or something and puts them together and makes them fit it's oh dude it's incredible um so interesting and the mate just nolan and the direct like the other directors and the editors of interstellar just absolutely smashed it so that was my learning today just so i'd learn something and then i'd probably I'd probably spend some time going out shooting. I'd probably learn about more about videography, shoot maybe a video or something mm. like that. Um, I think, mm. yeah, probably work on like a YouTube video. That sounds pretty perfect. I haven't done it yet, but I like the idea <laughs> of it. 
<laughs> That's great. I love it. I love asking this, this question. Everyone answers it in, in, a, in kind of a different way, but there's always those like similarities and themes throughout the whole thing. And that is like loved ones, mm. family, friends, Dude. and, um, it has nothing to do with like this techie world that we live in, which is really interesting. I haven't asked a ton of people, well, but I've asked a lot. And I think, uh, I think it, it's, when you, it's interesting when you really come down to it and, and you look at what is really important to you and like really important as in like the kind of thing that you genuinely couldn't live without, you know, if you, if you didn't have these things for the rest of your days, it would be a struggle it's it doesn't have anything to do with a computer a laptop like a sorry a computer and a laptop same thing um or a, or an iphone or like a piece of tech or or a social media app like if they went you could succeed in something else guarantee you if you mm. you know if you if you have the mind to succeed you will succeed it doesn't matter what you're doing it um but mm. there's you can't do without family and friends it's not just you can't yeah. do it you can't take on this world alone. You have to, you have to share it with someone. It's a big All collaboration, bro. that you go through, it really, it really is. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty freaking amazing when you actually take the time to think about it. I've, I've learned, that's um, actually a big thing that I learned this year as well is like learning, especially, if, I, I keep on shouting out Sam. It's, it's like, God, I'm like obsessed. Um, the guy's, <laughs> the guy's the best, the guy's one of my best mates, but he, he's great. He's, he's great. Yeah. The wait. What was the thing you just mentioned? I just completely stopped blocked my mind about sharing it with someone. You have to share it with somebody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Collaboration. Collaboration. The guy collaborates on everything that he does. He collaborates. Yes. Just all the time. He collaborates with his music, with his videos. He never does something by himself. He always brings in others to help help take it to the next level. And there's something so special about that. And and that is life exactly as you put it. It's like you can't go through life without collaborating. It, or obviously, collaborating is a, yeah. is a very like business minded way of looking at it. But like without support, I guess. I like collaboration. I like I like I like that word. I thought I like uh, collaborating in life. I think most people use it in business. You're right, but I think when you use it in in just regular life, it has kind of a cool uh, tone to it. Really, I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, a massive collaboration. One hundred percent. Last last question for you, and and that is, if some really young kid, ten maybe ten years old, came up to you, and 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 knew who you were mm. from Instagram, knew Luke, um, knew your profile, was just obsessed with your work, and they're just kind of getting started, and they ask you, you know, how do I do? what you do i want to do this what what's something that you would tell him or her whoa that's a cool question bro um <laughs> or well if they want to i'd say it's that's a difficult question because they're they're saying that that that's their dream is to do me like do my job it's like i think is the, the thing i'd say is I'd say to them, you're 10 years old. You have, and if you know, well, if if you're lucky enough to have, uh, you, you have an amazing life ahead of you. Um, you can do whatever you want. If you put your mind to, if you want to make shoes, if you want to make computers, if you want to 
take photos just like I do. If, if, if that's what you want to do right now and it continues to be the thing you want to do, you, you can do that. Is don't let anyone tell you can't. I feel like this is a, a very cliche thing, but it really honestly is so important for for people to understand that. It's like, firstly, it's never too late. You know, at that 10, you know, for example, obviously he's 10 years old. He's clearly not too That's late. Young. He or she is, yeah. never, is not too late. But let's say, you know, he, he or she gets to 25, 30, 45, however age it is, and they still haven't got to that point and the dream is still to be a photographer. It's not too late. You can you can drop mm. the things that you're doing right now, and or you can do it while you're doing it. There's a way to get in to the dream job that you want or the dream life that you want, um, if you put your mind to it and put everything into it. At the end of the day, <laughs> this sounds so cliche, but at the end of the day, we we are only here once. I mean, this well, that's what I know of anyway. And if you're not, if you get to your old age and you haven't had the most incredible time what are you doing like it, i there's enough people that would love to sit in front of a desk and crunch numbers i guarantee you there are people out there there are set over seven billion people on this planet each person i'm sure there are people out there that love doing every single job in the world possibly some excluded i don't know but there will be people that fill the job that you're doing. The job that you want is out there and you can make it happen. So I'd say to that kid is like, whether you want to be me as a photographer, sort of follow the life of a photographer, or you change your mind and you want to be an astronaut at 14, that's probably one of the jobs that you have to choose relatively early to get into. Yes. Um, yes. Then, then you can do it. Like, there's there's nothing stopping you just don't don't let anything stop you don't let anyone stop you and especially don't let yourself stop you yeah i don't think that's cliche man i know it's said a lot but there's a lot of passion in your voice and that's that's the key and it's true <laughs> i it's feel just, it it's, man. it's so true yeah guys luke jackson clark everybody <laughs> thanks for being here man mate thanks so much for appreciate having you me. being on the podcast um, this was a it's great, great conversation it really was. Where where can people follow you, find you, and send you that threatening message? Oh, um, at Sam Newton Media for the threatening message. And then the rest, <laughs> <laughs> you can find me uh, on at Watch Luke. Um, oh, don't put like an actual, like the letters A-T. It's the, obviously the app. Right. I, mean, I think people know that. If they're listening yes. to this podcast, they understand. Yeah, I think so. Um, at Watch Luke. So. Um, that's my Instagram. And then uh, w- either you'll send me a threatening message because it won't be live. <laughs> but if this goes live in like two weeks time, I'm hoping that I have a video on YouTube. Um, so you'll be able to find that through my Instagram. Please go check it out. Let me know what you think because um, it's new yeah. and you guys will be my first supporters and you'll be there from the beginning and I really appreciate that. Hell yeah. Do you um, do you uh, respond to all your DMs or, or most, most DMs? I reply to every single DM. Um, okay I've, so everybody go send them a dm <laughs> well mate it depends on how many people listening to this podcast i don't know how many viewers you have if you have like ten thousand viewers or something I don't know. well i don't know I, no we don't have that many we don't have that many don't worry I, not okay, yet if you send me a message i will reply to you and but there you go this is i will reply to you but if suddenly overnight zach gets 
tens of thousands of viewers and 10,000 people messaging me. I just don't know if that's possible. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll stay optimistic about it. Oh, mate, but anyways, let's, let's wrap this thing up. Yeah. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you being here. Dude. Guys, everybody go follow Luke. Um, extremely, extremely talented, talented guy. Thank you, man. Uh, photographer, filmmaker now. Oh, I don't know about Musician. Uh, I don't know if you could be a filmmaker. And just... I'll call you a filmmaker after that that video that you posted. I'm telling you, man, the your first video is fucking good. Well, thank it's you. Good. I, I appreciate it. It's very kind. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for having Peace. me, Zach. It was uh, amazing. Peace. <laughs> later. <laughs> <laughs>